Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, the Aces are having trouble with Jane's 19-year-old niece, Betty. She's fallen in love with 41-year-old David Page, and Jane and Mr. Race have been trying to break it up. The man seems willing enough, but Betty is heartbroken. This episode takes place in Mr. Race's real estate office, where Betty is employed as secretary. Mr. Race is at his desk this morning as Jane enters. Listen. Oh, uh, hello, Jane. Come in. What is it, dear? What's the matter? I came the minute you telephoned me. I was in the middle of brushing my hair. All right. Take it easy. Sit down. I want to talk to you. What about? Sit down, will you? I can't sit down. I'm on pins and cushions all the way downtown the taxi. I kept imagining the most terrible thing. Well, I didn't mean to scare you, but I've got to get this settled once and for all. I mean Betty. Betty? What happened? I saw her out there just now. Yes, you saw her. What did she say? Good morning. Oh, she did? Well, I'm surprised. That's more than she said to me the past three days. I don't get a civil word out of her. She's mad at me because of that guy. Now, wait a minute. Did she say good morning? I know I said good morning. One of us said I thought so. That's what I've been getting here at the office. She does her work all right, but she does it in such a a formal way. It makes me darn uncomfortable. I'm not going to take it. Take what? Her attitude. That's why I sent for you. First, I want to show you what she does, how she acts. And I'm going to give her one chance to snap out of it. You're going to warn her that unless she does snap out of it, I'm going to fire her, niece or no niece. Fire, Betty? Unless she snaps out of the way she's acting. Well, what does she do? I don't understand. Oh, she doesn't do anything I can lay a finger on. It's just that, uh, well, you're going to see. I'll call her. Oh, oh, wait a minute, dear. Let's talk about it first. Uh, Did she say anything about us making her stop going with uh, D-A-V-I-D? Well, she doesn't say anything about anything. She, she's strictly business. Well, after all, this is a business office, dear. I know it is, but it's the way she does it. As if I were a stranger or something. It's gotten me so I'm afraid to open my mouth around here. 
I gotta have a little cordiality around the office, and unless she changes and stops talking about this guy she was running around with, I'm gonna get rid of her. Oh, you can't do that, dear. What am I just saying? I don't care what she thinks. Well, I'm... I do. It's my own flesh and bone. Oh. Betty'll get over it. She's young. She's in love. I know it's just a fancy passing, but she doesn't. She's young. A girl's only young once in a while. A lot of girls go through what Betty's going through, but they get over it, and so will she. Pretty soon she'll forget all about David and everything will be honky-tonky. You just wait and see. Well, I'm not going to wait while I let my business go to rack and ruin. I tell you that I can't get anything done around here. It's getting so... I even hate to come into the office. But you said she's strictly business. Yes, I know, but the way she does it, so formal... Uh, now, wait, I'll show you what I mean. I'll, I'll call her in here. She's just sit right down there. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh, Betty... That's not very formal, calling her by her first name. I'm not the one that's formal. I said she's the oh. one. Now, now, you just wait. Yes, Miss Ray. Uh, <clears throat> Betty, I, I want you to take a letter. Uh, get your notebook, please. Yes, sir. She calls you Miss Ray. Yes, you see what I'm... Uh, hush now. I'm ready, Mr. Ray. Uh, yes, um, to, uh, Lewis and Lewis, care of the Red Star Lumber Company, 129 Claremont Street City. Uh, have you got that? I'm not going too fast, am I? Proceed, please. Uh, yes. <laughs> Dear Mr. Lewis, some time ago you spoke to me about some property, comma, which, comma, if I could get for a bargain, comma, you would be interested in, period. I have that property now and would like an appointment at your convenience, period. Very truly yours. Now get that off right away, will you please? Uh, head of the other letters you dictated this morning? Uh, yes, please. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, uh, Betty, another thing. I haven't been able to find any of my pipe tobacco around here. You haven't seen it around anywhere, have you? I'm sure. I don't know where it is. There, you see. What? You see what I mean? She doesn't know where the pipe tobacco is? The pipe? Well, yes, that too. That typifies her general attitude. Well, after all, dear, I'm sure she didn't smoke your tobacco. I'm not talking about the tobacco. You are too, dear. You just asked her where your pipe tobacco was. Yes, but I just wanted to show you how disinterested she had. Well, after all, you can't expect her to get interested in pipe tobacco. Will you forget the tobacco? You forgot where you put the tobacco. I simply use the tobacco as an example. Well, tobacco is a bad example for Betty. I don't want her to start smoking, too. I'm, th- I'm, I'm going to start smoking in a minute if you don't stop talking about the tobacco. Well, I hate to get sarcastic, dear, but you brought up the tobacco first. I simply asked if she saw the tobacco just to show you how she's been acting. I could have asked her if she saw the uh, the morning paper around here. Dear, you can't start smoking paper. I'm not... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, Jane, it's been nice seeing you. See you around sometime. Good day. What? Don't you want me to talk to Betty and tell her to stop being so formal? I did, but if you're going to keep on aggravating me... I didn't do anything. You started it when you asked her for your pipe tobacco. Look, please, let's not go through that again. Don't mention the word again, please. Well, all right, if you won't. I won't. I've got to get out of here. I've got an all-day appointment at that apartment building we're taking over today. Now, I want you to talk to Betty and let her know that unless she turns human again, I won't have her around here. Well, you just leave it to me, Dad. I am leaving it to you, simply because there's nobody else to leave it to. And if she isn't changed by tomorrow, out she goes. I'm not going to stand that uh, supercilious attitude of hers. I don't have to, and I won't. You can tell her there are plenty of girls that are just as efficient as she is, and I'll hire one of them, so help me. Tell her to put that in her pipe and smoke it. Oh, now there you go again. Now, don't say I brought oh, it up. Oh, what's the use? I'm going. Where's my hat? There it is. I'll see you at dinner tonight. I-, I might be a little late. Well, goodbye, dear. And I'll sit at your desk here. I like this window chair. Send Betty in, please. Oh, uh, Betty, I believe your aunt wants you. I'm going out, and I won't be back the rest of the day. I'll 
Was I his age? Well, it's just kind of hard to think of you as younger, Mr. Nash. What? Oh, what I mean is, is he tall? Has he got nice teeth? Does he dance close? He's a six-foot, handsome, good-for-nothing loafer. That's what he is. Oh, he sounds marvelous. Marvelous? Yes. I had visions of him coming out of that law school and setting up an office here. Maybe running for mayor someday. But you said you don't want him to run. Who said that? Well, you said he runs a hundred yards. I said he... Well, I'll talk to your husband about him. I didn't... I did want him to meet this boy today. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Neff. I just got a marvelous idea. It hit me in the face like a flash in the pan. How about you and your nephew coming to our house for dinner tonight? Uh, mm, mm, dinner? Yes, and then you can see Mr. Ace there and talk to him about it. Well, uh, uh, nothing fried. Oh, no, we're having roast beef tonight. Is that all right? Uh, okay. Uh, what time? Uh, about 7 o'clock. I'll be there. Oh, but your nephew, too, Mr. Neff. Of course. That's the point in coming over. Yeah, 22. That's more like it. What? Uh, he's 22, you said. Yes, but you never know it to talk to him. Sounds like a two-year-old rather than a man that's been through college. Track team. Learned to run a hundred yards. Well, that might come in handy, Mr. Nash. I sent him up there to be a lawyer. Well, he can run after ambulances someday. What? You know how some lawyers do. Don't worry about it, Mr. Nash. He'll be just right. Well, it's easy to see where Jane's mind is. It's on Betty. Maybe she's found somebody to take Betty's mind off David. We'll learn more about it when next we meet the Easy Aces. 